It is Sunday, January 7th, 2024. Happy New Year to everybody out there since this is the first Kicking Out Podcast episode of 2024. And we are reigning in a new era of Kicking Out Podcast, making our debut on Sundays. Couldn't be more excited. Couldn't be more pumped. We have plenty to talk about going on around the world of All Elite Wrestling tonight. I'm Tanner Lee. Like always, Paul Zartman. Austin Shepard in the house. Fellas, how are we doing tonight? Doing well. How about yourself? We're doing, doing well, Paul. We're, we're doing good. It's 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 weird because I don't ever plan anything on a Sunday. So I know. You, you guys yeah. got you guys got me thrown for a loop. It was weird. Uh right after dynamite, not coming up stairs in my studio and getting everything ready to go and actually getting ready for bed right after dynamite. It was it was it was strange, but yeah, it was. Uh, Wednesday, I wore a KOP shirt and my new KOP hoodie uh, so that I was ready for the podcast. And then after I got dressed and got to work, I went, oh, wait, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> Habits hard to break after two years. Yes, yes. But uh, I, I, I woke up Thursday without a headache. That's a good thing. Hey, that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> what the hell happened? <laughs> well, I mean, we could make it so you have a headache tomorrow. I don't drink on Sundays. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then that's going to ruin oh, a What are we drinking I, tonight? I was really hoping he was just going to slide in, have a can go. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. It's, um, it's apple juice. It's apple juice. Maybe it's a little apple. spiced. God, that was really good. It was good. <laughs> Uh, off the hot start here. Thanks for joining us, oh, everybody. Man. We are we are pumped to be uh, moved to Sundays, so we get to talk not only about one AW show but three AW shows per week and news and all sorts of things around the world of wrestling, uh, not just AEW. But you know, we're primarily an AEW podcast made by AEW fans for AEW fans. A lot has went down since the last time we did a podcast. World's End came and went. Uh, we now know who the devil is. Adam Cole and I was right. Yeah, me too. What what do you think of it, Shep? Uh, okay. It works. Okay. I'm I'm gonna give him that. It works. I was a little let down. I thought we'd get a little bit more of a of a reveal. Um somebody a little bit more out of left field. So I was a little pissy when World End went off of the air. But dynamite made up for it they continued the story and it was just not with mjf um it was with all the people that the devil attacked so i liked that it 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 uh it finished it at first i was a little pissy but after dynamite i'm like okay this works let's keep it going hats off yeah yeah uh paul did you like the reveal um I did, but they made it too easy to tell that it was Adam Cole during the pay-per-view. You have him come out. He's wearing all black. I mean, he's got the white on the jacket to match the mask. And the moment I went, yep, it's Adam Cole, was when he couldn't find the dynamite diamond ring, allowing Joe to get the upper hand. Uh, then I was like, there's no doubt it's Adam Cole. If it's not Adam Cole, then I looked at my son and I was like, if it's not Adam Cole, you can smack me as hard as you want across the <laughs> face. 
That's how confident I was. That's that's pretty confident. Yes. I, I, I liked how they pulled off the reveal itself, though. So when the lights came back on, and Cole's just sitting there, and then he takes his hair behind his ears there. Um, for the guy that might be arguably the nicest, if not the nicest, one of the nicest guys in professional wrestling, he is a great heel. He plays a better oh, heel than yeah. he does a baby face. By far. By far. But the henchmen revealed that. I mean, we all kind of were on that. We all kind of thought those four were probably it. Um, mm-hmm. which I thought they did a good job of kind of explaining what their goals are going to be on Wednesday night on Dynamite, saying that, you know, uh, Taven and Ben, well, they're ROH tag champs, so they're pretty much going to focus on defending those. And then uh, Roderick Strong's going to go after the international title. So he said, Orange, look out. And then Warlow's going to go after Joe for the world title. And then Adam Cole says, until he's healthy, and then Warlow can just, Handed over, which I like how they panned in on Wardlow and his reaction there, because you're already seeing the dominoes right there. He's going to be the one to break away and hopefully become a bigger star than he is right now. Let's hope they do it right this time, because this will be about the third faction he's joined where they play the cards where he's going to be the big star coming away from this. And then he just gets shoved to the back somewhere. Nobody cares. I, I was I, I'm ready for Warlow to be without a faction. So I, I'm, this this one makes sense. You remember when he was coming out squashing everybody and had he had MGF wrote on his uh, his wrist guard or his wrist tape. Mm-hmm. So there you know, and then there was a couple times where during the Devil's Attack, we, like that's Warlow. Like look how big that guy is, wearing the same boots. Comes out you know the next segment with his hair all messed up because of the mask. Good for him. And then I like the way he smirked when um, uh, Adam Cole said, oh, he's just going to hand the title over to me. He smirked and kind of agreed. Um, that was okay. That was okay. Um, I, I still I'm, – I'm ready for this guy to break out because I think yeah. he can. I really do. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think, yeah, I, th- I feel like this is their final shot with them, to be honest. I don't know when his contract's up, but I feel like this is like their third and last chance. I mean, he was hot as hot can be last year after double or nothing with the MJF stuff, but unfortunately the MJF kind of leaving the company for a little bit kind of cooled him off, and they didn't really take advantage of that. So hopefully they do it right this time because I think, I think this could be a really cool story with this faction, but – their history of utilizing their factions hasn't been the greatest. So we'll, we'll see. There's a yeah. lot of factions in AEW history. Yeah. A yeah. lot. So a lot of talk of uh AEW factions uh Saturday night. So yes. Yep. Which we'll get to later on in the show. But other than the devil reveal, what'd you guys think of world's end overall? I, I personally thought it, it was okay. It was probably one of their weaker pay-per-views of the year, which their pay-per-views yeah. are, I hold them to a pretty high standard anyways, but I thought <laughs> it was pretty slow until the last three matches. I thought the last three matches really helped the show come out better than, than it would have otherwise. I, I thought it was a really good pay-per-view and that's, that's saying a lot for me, right? Like I was really high, like this is solid, solid. And then three days later I wake up at 3 a.m. and watch Wrestle Kingdom <laughs> And I'm like, this just shits on the yeah. world's end. <laughs> and, and I know I can't hold it to the same. It, it's completely different, right? right. We're, we're looking at 
a company that's pulling for multiple companies to put on their show of the year, like a WrestleMania. Um, so I was really high in World End, watched Wrestle Kingdom, and like, sucks. Yeah. But World End was a, I, I, I'll give it to them. It was a solid, solid pay per view. It was a good way to end the year, a good way to finish the story with MJF and Samoa Joe and, and write off MJF whether he is uh, he's legitimate hurt we get it mm-hmm. whether he has signed or re-signed it plays perfect into that storyline right. and i think once he starts to get healthy here and they he's going to try not to have surgery because if you have surgery he says he's out to a year he's going to try to rehab it so they've already taken him off the website yep um I have not looked. Is his merch off their shop AEW? I will check. I have not checked, but I will check right now. I, I would think if they pulled him off the website, they would pull his merch too. Um, if if they if they do that, it just plays perfect into his bidding war of 2024. Whether he is signed or not signed, everybody uh, on the dirt sheets believe he's signed. Man, if he hasn't. This is this just plays perfectly into him. It plays perfectly into AEW, um, and it's just a hell of a story right now in professional wrestling. Well, he is not on the roster when you go on there. Let me see if his no, he is not. You type in MJF's error four hundred four page not found, yeah. which is great, but that really sucks. If he is resigning, you want to buy something MJF? You can't for a while. Well, you know it's it's perfect though because if. If he if he has resigned, he's gonna go get healthy, mm. and then he's gonna debut, debut with a, a couple more new shirts, right? Mm, yeah. Those shirts will fly like hotcakes, you know. And if he hasn't signed, and they're really working on him, you know, why invest in him right now when he's not a part of the company? So true. Yeah. Again, I hope I hope he has resigned. I'm selfish that way. Because I think he will get uh, what's the what's the word I want to? I think he'll get lost in the waters. Is that right? Lost in the swamp. Uh, yeah, yeah. In in Connecticut, um, kind and and what's going on over in Connecticut right now is absolute insanity. And we'll, oh, yeah. maybe, maybe we'll talk about that later with with Cody. Um, but I don't think there's room for MGF right over there right now. So, no, not not no. right now. And, and, and like you mentioned, Chef, you pull his stuff when he comes back. He's gonna come back as I mean, he's already popular amongst the fans. He's gonna come back as a big baby because he's gonna come after Adam Cole and the. He, he's gonna come after Adam Cole. He's gonna come after Samoa Joe. He's gonna come after Warload. He's gonna come after Swerve Strickland. Whoever mm-hmm. has that belt, he's coming after. And when he debuts, re-debuts, I should say, because he's already debuted, obviously. When he re-debuts, that's going to be – you talk about a pop. That could be a CM Punk pop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, we saw uh, Majin's comment there about uh, the Julia Abaddon match, and uh, I wanted to touch on that along with one other thing with the pay-per-view. Uh, during the media scrum – ahead of world's end uh which you can hear on kicking out podcast by the way um tony khan mentions that 
in 2024, he's going to focus more on the women's division. He's realized that's a weak spot. And the first thing he did was sign a second women's match to World's End, which is hardly ever happened, if at all. At least on the main card. Usually one's on zero hour. Yeah. And then later this week, we got three women's matches on Rampage. So, I mean, Tony Khan's kind of sticking to his word there. Um, I think this will help those greener talents like Julian Abaddon and Sky Blue and Willow really elevate to the next level and really show what they can do. Well, like Majin said, I mean, he, he, and I was going to touch it on it in a little bit, but we can touch on it now. And he brings in Deanna Peraza from, yeah. from Impact or TNA. It's now known as, again, big signing. And it, if the rumors are true, if the dirties are true, that's not going to be the only one that's coming in. So another big female talent around uh-huh. the world is going to be coming in any week now. So he's sticking to mm-hmm. his word. I mean, you get those two talents in. I know you're not a fan of Mercedes Paul, but she is pretty talented. Uh, she gets buzz. She has, I would say, this is going to sound weird maybe, she's the female equivalent to CM Punk as far as she has a fan base that is loyal no matter where she goes. So, I, I didn't I, know. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. When you said yeah. that, but I kind of, I kind of agree with you. Um, the women's division is getting very, very strong. Uh, I like it. Um, they've developed some of their own talent. Mm-hmm. Good for them. They're bringing in some outside talent. Good for them. Um, there, there's a couple of female talents that I'm a little disappointed in. One, Soraya. I, I think I want to see more of her. Um, I, I think she can still go. I mean, she's young. She's, I think she's only around 30 years old. Um, I don't know if they still protect her because of her past injuries, but I'd like to see more of her, uh, for sure. Um, the Tony storm right now is absolutely a million bucks. Absolutely. Awesome. Completely awesome. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of positives right now when, around the women's division in AEW and them bringing in uh, Deanna, which was awesome. I think she's an awesome talent. I think she's super athletic. Um, she can be super physical. Um, really, really matches up with a lot of good women in AEW. So, yeah. Uh, Mercedes, Mercedes, yeah, I'd like to see her. Don't get me wrong. I think she she brings a crowd with you with her, like like Tanner says. Um, she can go in the ring. She's had she's had some matches in the past where she can definitely go. Um, in, in the that, that doesn't it doesn't doesn't kill me if she doesn't show up. But yeah. would like her to be there. The interesting interesting thing, Sean Rossap of Fightful reported that what he's heard is if she does eventually sign, it's going to be a deal where like on every dynamite or maybe even collision, there's going to be a Mercedes segment or match and then another women's match so she's gonna have kind of her own thing every single show which Which she probably should yeah it's okay yeah yeah um and and, you know i i may not be a big mercedes fan but the one thing i can give her is she knows how to make a name for herself and if you think back to the attitude era you had that those handful of names that even non-wrestling people knew their names mercedes slowly getting to that point 
she's getting talked about outside of the wrestling world. And if she keeps going the path she's going, yeah, people are going to recognize her, whether they're wrestling fans or not. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. But, uh, overall happy Tony so far is putting some emphasis on the women's division 2024. Cause I think that's something that can get the company right back on track. And really, I thought this was overall a great week for AEW. It feels like they've hit the reset button in a lot of areas yes. and it's, it's time for a positive cause it positive year in 2024. Cause 2024 is huge. It's a big media mm-hmm. rights year for AEW and the WWE and can sh- shape up the landscape of the professional wrestling world. So, well, well, let's be honest. The last 60 days of WWE has um, been tremendous, exploded, snowballing, okay. whatever you want to call it. So, when you talk about media rights, when you're talking TV deals going into 2024, uh, uh, I'm not going to say unfortunately because it, it's good for all wrestling fans, but right now um, the WWE is driving a Corvette. Yep. Okay. AEW right now, maybe it's just, he's, he's back there driving that, that Toyota Camry right now, you know, and, and somehow Tony Khan's got to get out of that Toyota Camry and get up there towards that Corvette. And yep. and he's trying, yep. he's trying And the first step is with this women's division. So I, I, I give him kudos to that, but and and we're we're in uh, we're in uh, WrestleMania season. Yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Start r- rumbles in a couple weeks, and then it just escalates from there. So Tony Khan for the next ninety days is, has to be very very strategic, and to keep an AEW relevant, um, going against WrestleMania season, and he's got to get him out of that Toyota Camry and and try to get him into that Corvette. Yeah, no, 100%. And it, like you said, it's mania season. WWE has huge shows in Rumble and Tampa Stadium. Elimination Chamber after that in Australia Stadium. And then, of course, WrestleMania nights one and two. AEW is not going to have a pay-per-view until March 3rd. So they have nothing in January and February. So they're going to have to load up their weekly television, um, which is great for us. And then March 3rd, it's selling really well in the Greensboro Coliseum for Revolution, mainly because that's going to be Sting's last match. Um so, yeah, big opportunity for them. They're going to have to just keep it rolling and keep that reset button going because it's going to be hard to compete with the Rumble and Elimination Chamber and then Mania. Yeah. So just just stay on their yeah. heels, and then then after April, you can really take off. But just keep it going. But another big story coming out of World's End was I am still the reigning, defending, kicking out podcast predictions champion. Almost had a perfect card if it wasn't for MJF. And uh, yeah, yeah, MJF screwed me again. <laughs> Imagine that. And Paul's yeah. got a title over his shoulder somehow. Yes. Um, well, you know, y- y- you talk about AEW hitting the reset button, and they're not the only ones who have hit the reset button in the last seven days, uh, because within the last seven days, we have hit the reset button as well. We're now on Sunday nights. We've still got our merchandise at kickingoutshop.com that you can go buy that Paul 318. I've got my hoodie. It's it's in the dirty laundry. I forgot I already wore it this week, so I couldn't <laughs> wear it tonight. I didn't feel right. Uh, but with that said, you know, when we started this podcast, what, two years ago, you said? Well, three it's three now. Ago, yeah, 2021. Yeah. Yep. Um. We, we started with 
a AEW kids world title little <laughs> plastic thing and and because it's covid stuff we still we weren't doing it in person so we would pass it back and forth through the screen and then i got the idea to buy this beauty and I, I, tanner made, lost that thing uh yeah i found it oh, paul got his scuba it. gear on and took a dive and went and found I, it. I went how does I went it diving how does the bottom of Lake Manitou look, Paul? Um, well, surprisingly, there's no cars down there. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I was I was a part of one of one of them sinking, but that's another story. <laughs> that's yeah. another rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> but uh, a little dirty. It could be cleaned up a little bit. But I know some people are going to work on trying to do some of that stuff down the road. That's beyond the point. Um, so I found the championship, and after. A year and a half, two years of this title being our championship, it's being retired. If you follow us on social media, which you should, and if you don't, it's at Kicking Out Pod. Go follow us right now. You can see the new title, but right now, this one is no more. The original Kicking Out Podcast championship has been retired, and uh, it may just stay over my shoulder, kind of like the FTW title. This is the FTW title of KOP. Is, wait, is, is, wait, is, is, so it's irre- it. it's yeah. irrelevant. No, we don't acknowledge. Oh, very it. irrelevant. Yeah, we're never going to acknowledge it. Well, never ag- acknowledge this one, Paul. Yeah, there it is. There is the new Kicking Out Podcast Undisputed Predictions Championship. A uh, little bit different looking. Got that white uh, strap, which. I almost did with this one, but I thought the black looked pretty well, so I stuck with it. But the white looks beautiful with that one. Um, that one's got our names on it, doesn't it? Yep. yep right. It's got all three of us. Whereas this bad boy uh, is off of the original KOP um, logo, which has kind of been revamped a few times over the years. But uh, it only had uh, Tanner and I's name on it. So we figured Shep's a part of this podcast. His name needs to be on it, too. Yeah, this bad boy is a little heavier than the uh, previous version. A little bigger, too. But uh... Uh, Yeah. Yeah, this one was nice and light. That one looks a little heavy. Can't wait to have it around my shoulder. Yes. Uh, you're going to be waiting quite a while because I don't feel like uh, giving up anytime soon. So. Yeah, which is fair. I mean, I held this title for you did uh, four or five pay-per-views there, it you seems did. like, before I dropped it. So You did. Next, Chip's going to have to buy his own title. Well, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I won that thing twice, and then I lost it the next week both times. So I think you yes. did. So yes. It's, but we don't have a pay-per-view till Revolution, but you never know. Maybe I'll put it on the line before then. So we'll have to see. I mean, Battle of the Belts is next weekend. That. We know how that show goes. Let's be honest. I'm not doing that. We know how that show goes. So, but yes, this is the new title. So definitely new era of KOP. Yeah. Sounds a little better too. Yeah, it's a little. (laughs) Gotta put it down for a little bit. Uh, Yeah, it's too heavy for him is what he's saying, Chet. He probably dropped it on his dog. Almost did. The thing probably weighs almost as much as he does. No, you're funny. (laughs) <laughs> everybody's got jokes uh, i mean we could do tanner versus reho and they might be almost oh weight wise oh of course wow. she'd still probably kick your ass she probably would 
be honest. She probably would. I'm not, I'm not going to get started on that comment because um, the last time everybody got all over Riho, the, the, the ex went yep. off about yep. people that were talking bad about Riho. So, Oh, I was talking bad about Tanner. So, yeah, well, I don't, uh, no offense, Tanner. I don't think X is going to go off if, if Paul's talking bad about That's it. That's all right. I can take it. I don't care. <laughs> keyboard, keyboard warriors out there. Uh huh. I give it to you every week. So, well, Majin's challenging me to a cage match. Oh, boy. Well, well, and his Jets are in first place in the whole NHL. So, yeah, good for Winnipeg so far. Hey, maybe Majin will challenge you with a, uh, Maple syrup on a pole match. <laughs> <laughs> um, he asks, I don't know if you guys addressed it, but what was your take on the whole Jericho shit? Uh, we have not. Um, I I don't like addressing that stuff when I don't know the facts and nobody's actually been proven guilty of anything, I guess. But it it doesn't sound good. Is what it, it doesn't sound good. And, and if... And if um, I'm just reading social media, right? That's all I can read. You know, mm-hmm. it, was it Nick Houseman that came out and 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 made the accusations yep. uh, about Jericho and and uh, is it Smiley Kylie? Was that was that yeah, the yeah. Kylie, Kylie, Ray. Ray. Kylie Ray? Sorry, Smiley Kylie, whatever. Um, yeah. but then a lot of other um journalists that is respected in the business came out and said, Hey, look, he might've jumped the gun on this. Um, you know, they're there for about half a day. Jericho was just getting his brains beat in over it. It ruined um, the match at world's end. It ruined, yeah. it absolutely yeah. ruined that tag match. I mean, I think he got booed when he, Oh, when and he, mm-hmm. he, got, he got booed when, on collision this week too. Um, so there, there's no evidence behind it. And I think if there was evidence behind it, I think you would think you would see Tony Khan take action on it. But since we have not seen Tony Khan take action on it, I, I, I don't think there's any real evidence. Now I'm going to give, I'm going to give Jericho the benefit of the doubt. If it didn't happen, he's just a, uh, you know, somebody's trying to take him down. If he did it, Obviously, I obviously not gonna stand behind him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but so far, Tony Khan doesn't want to talk about it. Um, says that, but he gave the what the the professional response of, you know, I'll let the investigation basically speak for itself. Um, and and then yeah, I think uh, Nick Hoffman, he I think Hoffman, he he kind of backtracked a couple days later, right? Yeah, he so, kind of said he wasn't talking about Kylie Ray. Um, but he didn't really backtrack on his statements about Jericho doing some things back or doing some things that he probably wouldn't like if it became public knowledge. Um, and the one thing, the one gripe, another gripe I have is Tony Khan at the world's end post media scrum. When he got asked about it, he probably should have, I, I, I didn't mind his answers of, you know, not, you know, rumors. I'm not gonna speculate on that. I'm not gonna address that, but he should have taken the hat and sunglasses off probably that he was wearing from the Tony Storm bit. I mean, I feel like when you get asked a serious question about serious allegations, you probably should address in a little more professional manner, but this is what it is. It's Tony. I don't, I don't see Tony. Change. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you think back to when uh, 
Kylie left AEW. Uh, Tony Khan was the first one to talk about it. He said, you know, she was having some mental health stuff. Uh, she felt that uh, it was best if she stepped away from such a big stage. And he was more than willing to honor that, let her out of her contract, let her go take care of herself. He wished her all the best, no bad blood, none of that stuff. I mean, so if these allegations were legit, I feel she should have said something to Tony back then um, and not wait until 2024, end of 2023. But he, he let her out of her contract. Didn't she show up on, um, didn't she show up on impact like within a couple weeks? And then she yeah. left there pretty short after two. Yeah. And then I, it was I, all I, quick stints. And then she did a quick, like, whole month run in uh, NXT as well. Okay. Well, I, I even thought she showed up in maybe like war, some independence around here, like Warrior Wrestling. Yep. She made an appearance. So, yep. Yep. She, she did. She, uh, she hit like every major promotion and indie promotion within six months of leaving AEW and stayed for a couple weeks or a couple months and then dip set out. Yep. So it's, I guess if this was all, if this is true and she did acknowledge it and tell Tony, that's a real bad look for AEW because that, that means Tony knew all the EVPs, Bucks, Kenny, even Cody knew mm -hmm. and nobody did anything. So that, that would be a really bad look. So, for uh, the sake of AW and and hopefully everybody involved, hopefully, hopefully it's hopefully it's a whole lot of nothing. But I guess time will tell. So yep. All right. Well, uh, like I said, Star's show has been a great week in my opinion for AW. We had three pretty good shows. Um, going back Wednesday night, the first Dynamite of 2024. What were your guys' big takeaways from Dynamite? What did you guys like? What did you guys didn't uh, not like? Or do you even remember Check what happened ago. Wednesday? Go, go go ahead, Paul. That was, was a couple of days ago. <laughs> uh, it was a good show for the first uh, Dynamite of oh, the so year. Um, way to kick it off and kind of touch on things that hadn't been addressed. I liked the uh, Christian Cage segment, how mm -hmm. he just worked up like he was getting ready to acknowledge Killswitch. And even Killswitch was kind of getting excited. And God, I hate that name. Me. Me too. Me too. <laughs> And and if they're gonna change him to Kill Switch, change the mask, change the wardrobe, he's still Luchasaurus. Calling um, call, call, call him Big Bill. <laughs> big Big Bob. Calling Big Bob. <laughs> Fucking uh, Jesus. Big First Dino Mask. Twenty twenty four. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, it was a good segment. Um. That that's really all I could remember. No, I'm kidding. That well, what I like good... what, what I liked in that segment is, of course, he didn't acknowledge Kill Switch. Crouch chant Luchasaurus, which he acknowledged the crowd's chance. He's looking around, looking around. So they're building this guy to when he eventually flips that switch on Christian, it's gonna be a huge pop with the crowd, and we're gonna have a, a baby face. Well, I've also seen uh, rumors, and you guys follow the dirt sheets. I don't. I try to stay old school and stay away from that stuff. But um, uh, I've seen rumors and speculations that uh, they're kind of waiting for that story to play out before they bring Jungle Boy back. And I oh, say geez. Jungle Boy because there's talk of putting those two back together again in a babyface run. 
Now, maybe they won't call him Jungle Boy. Maybe they'll just stick with Jack Perry, and they won't be Jurassic Express. There'll be some other tag team. But it sounds like if the rumors that I have seen are true, and again, I don't read dirt sheets. That's your guys' thing. Uh, that could be where they're going with this. Here's the thing. I don't, I don't think you can make him a big baby face because he doesn't talk. Unfortunately, I yeah. think, I think, yeah, you you can do all that stuff you want uh, to get him over, uh, have have Christian talk and, and everybody else, and and have everybody turn on him. I get it, but in, at the end of the day, he's still got to be able to talk, and I don't think the guy can talk. I really don't. Is in, in, in don't get me wrong. He's intelligent, right? He's he's got like two master degrees or whatever. I'm not saying he's not intelligent, but you still have to have that uh, intangible. You have to have that. Uh, passion to talk, and I, I just don't think I don't think we can get it out of him. There's a reason he's dressed up as a dinosaur for the last ten years of his <laughs> career because he can't talk. Now I don't, he has got some promos on BTE back in the day that oh, were pretty. Good. That's BTE. That's YouTube. That's not shit, even BTE anymore. Yeah, that shit can be no. cut out and edited and da 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 da. I were talking live television. I'm sorry, he can't do it. He's I dino think, douche. I don't think you can bring Jack. Douche. I don't think you can th- bring Jack Perry back as a baby. Are you kidding me? You no, got to bring no. him back as a as a heel because he's got to get booed everywhere he goes for a while just because here, of the all in punk stuff. Here, here's here's how you bring Jack Perry back. You let this Christian thing play out with uh, Nick Wayne and his mom, right? Eventually, they turn on Christian. Nick becomes a a, a major face, right? Then you have Christian bring back Jack Perry as a super heel, and Jack Perry and Nick Wayne have a huge feud. Both of them, I think, could could steal the show. I know they're smaller guys, okay, but I think they could steal the show. They could steal a dynamite. They could steal a collision and have a hell of a match. So that's where you bring them back at. And when they bring them back, they better have some sort of stone cold entrance music with shattered glass. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yes, that's, that's, that's aggressive. We'll shatter glass and get more heat on him. I love it. I love that. What I hope they do, though, is tease his return for a little bit. I miss those days. I do, too. You know, I mean, we got teased for, what, six months or so before Jericho debuted as Y2J? Mm-hmm. You got that's teased on Captain Asano, and then Paul White got suplexed wow. through the windshield of a car, and he died. <laughs> What? Come on. Don't give me that teasing shit. They resurrected him for a cruise. It's okay. Oh, my God. You know what? You're going to need a bigger boat. What are they? Hopefully, there's no cars on there. Hey, anybody that that listens to to us three yahoos, if you you have bought a ticket to the Jericho Cruise, please let us know. And please let us know how that goes. I, yes. I know the Jericho Cruise looks like a, from what I've seen, it's a hell of a party, a bunch oh, of bands. Like great, time. great time. But when you have the Jericho, sh- the Jericho show, right? Jericho. Yeah. Jericho. They're, they're, they're headlining the cruise as, as a main event at one night. Like, oh my God. Well, and you know, and, and, and here's the interesting thing. It lines up with the same weekend as the Rumble this year. Yes, and and this kind of takes away a rumble surprise or a potential rumble surprise. I thought maybe Cardona could be a rumble surprise. He's booked to be on the cruise. Mm-hmm. So, you know what though, M- money money talks. It does. If but... they co- if they come to him, they'll buy out his contract. They'll pay out his appearance fee. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I still don't see it happening. I, I, I still think we're a year away before we see Cardona again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think we see him back in a big American pro- promotion eventually, whether it's AEW or most likely WWE, but I think it's a little ways away. Yeah. Still. Um, It'll be WWE. There's no chance. It, it, yeah, he, his wife's there, and and right. he also was on was on a podcast last week, maybe two weeks ago. We're going look. Everybody laughs at me. You know, I'm wrestling in bingo halls and 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 dressing out in alleyways. He goes, but I made more money last year than I ever did with WWE. So, you know, you, you take take it as you want. I mean, I'll, I'll dress out in a parking lot if. If I'm gonna make more money, basically right. is what he's saying. So, you know, good for him. You talk about a guy that's reinvented himself. Um, not once, but maybe twice. He's got two or three different monikers, you know, the indie, the indie god with the Indiana Jones persona, uh, the the deathmatch king, um, him being uh Nick Gage. Um uh, yeah, so good the good, indie good for taker. Him. Yeah, the indie taker. I'm pretty sure he was was he blue cane. Remember, remember, nobody blue canes back on Twitter or X as Tanner likes to call it. But yeah, I thought he was blue cane too, but uh, there's still speculation he might be. So, yeah, yeah. Well, one takeaway I like from Dynamite, I was digging the Darby Allen Takeshka match. Takeshka looks yes. strong, Takeshka got a good win. Um, Darby and I was Allen's just, in a wheelchair. Oh. My gosh, <laughs> that guy! Yeah. The bumps he takes, the, the the knee, the the uh, flying out of the ropes. Oh man, him with the knee, that was just that was just dirty. Yeah, just dirty. yeah. <laughs> but um, this this is what I want to see him do with Takeshka because I thought they kind of cooled him off, and I'm like, this Don Callis family thing's killing him. But they heat him right back up, and we're gonna see a fun tag match on dynamite uh the homecoming edition this next wednesday in daly's place which could be awesome Takeshka and hobbs versus sting and darby hey i bet sting and darby win that thing but if there was a time to give sting his first loss if it's not going to be just his retirement match this might be the time yeah there was a lot of talk this week about the uh now becoming 26 and oh and we know when you start talking numbers that uh, a loss is soon to come yeah Oh yeah, they had to remind Unless Flair. They had to remind Flair that Sting was twenty six and zero. Good old Rick, man, he just wooing all over the place. And Sting likes to get him riled up. He it, does. It, it is funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got him riled up on Collision too. Yeah, that's what I was he talking did. about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Rick Rick Flair has the. Uh, he's got the Rick Flair energy drink. He's got the Rick Flair uh, drip. The gummies. The the. THC, the pre rolls, whatever you want to call it. He's got the Ric Flair wings. He's got woo wings. Like, <laughs> where the hell do you find some chicken wings that say woo on them? But he's got them. He's got his own uh, cryptocurrency now. I mean, whatever. Can anybody see if that's available in the U.S.? I saw uh, a lot of not available in the U.S. It probably, know. it probably isn't. But yeah, good for Rick. I know he's got to make some money. He didn't, didn't, didn't. Uh, fair very well with his money in the past, so you know he's going to take any any chance he can to to make a buck. So good for him. He's still a legend. A lo- very entertaining. Love the guy. Uh, would 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 die to sit down and have a couple vodkas with him for sure. But uh, um, you 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 went down a rabbit hole, didn't it? Because you asked me what we liked about dynamite, right? Yeah, yeah. 
what I liked about Dynamite was the storytelling between um, Undisputed. What is it called now? Undisputed. The Undisputed Kingdom. The Undisputed Kingdom. And then all of a sudden we had the uh, Bullet Club Gold come mm-hmm. down. They get they get beat down, and then the acclaimed show up to help them. And all of a sudden, you're going, "Wait a minute! These three teams don't get along either way, and they're they're one team saving the other team's ass." Um, so, I think Tanner actually texts us out when we were watching the show. For once, we get some really good long term storytelling. So I thought that segment of of Dynamite was the the best we've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not ignoring the fact that these guys still have beef with Cole and the Kingdom because they all got beat up. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean Jay White got don't... beat up, and they, they claim got thrown through glass, or or um, one of them did. But but they don't like each other, you know? right? So they don't like Bullet Club doesn't like the acclaimed, acclaimed doesn't like the Bullet Club, but yet they don't like the Undisputed Kingdom at all. Yeah. So. I like it. I like the way this is this has started out, and 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 we're gonna have to do this for a while because we still Adam Cole's on the shelf for another couple months uh, with his foot. So you're you're gonna have to right. You're gonna have to keep these guys relevant since MGF is gone. Uh, Samoa Joe's gonna move on to Swerve Strickland. It looks like so mm-hmm. um, you're gonna have to keep these guys relevant, and this is the way you do it is their history. So. Well, it looks like with Joe, it looks like actually before Swerve, it might be Hook. Did you guys see that on social media? I did. Uh, it was on yesterday, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw it on X yesterday where Hook pretty much called out Joe and said he's coming for his title, which, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they need to give Hook a, a loss. Um, he's one of his barely any losses. So, but put him in a, in a big match title picture like that, uh, I think it would be doing well, even if, even yeah. if he's on the losing end. So, because there's no there's no harm in losing to Samoa Joe, the world champ. So no, but and also piggy piggybacking off that story with the undisputed kingdom, you got Hangman too. Hangman shows yeah. up; he's all pissed off. He wants to fight anybody, pretty much. Um, but do you guys wish they wouldn't have showed that and would have just had him return with his music hitting? And because I thought he got a good pop, but the pop probably would have been even better. If we mm-hmm. weren't expecting him to come out after the main event like he did, because we all kind of knew after the main event, okay, Hangman's going to come out. That's yeah. what happened. You, you can't have the man basically cut a promo saying, I'm here to kick somebody's ass, and then go to the main event and not expect him to show up afterwards. Right. But I like that we're going to get probably a third match between those two. Yeah. Yes. And Majin's got a hell of a point. I, I wish Juice Robinson was back too. Yeah. Juice Robinson's a million bucks. He said, hey, man, Kanye, Daddy Magic. He did. Took he Daddy did, Magic's did. thunder right away. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I, and I I liked the main event. I know a lot of people were kind of crapping on it online as far as why was this the main event. Garcia versus Swerve, but I thought it was a good match. And like Majin commented earlier, they're kind of starting to try to get back away from sports entertainment and focus mm-hmm. on just professional wrestling because they kind of went down the sports entertainment avenue for a little bit. And while there was some good stuff, there was probably more bad. And there was a good leave, leave that to the WWE. So yeah, they're all just sports entertainers. So I, I dug the swerve match in Garcia and I, I look for big ears for both those guys like Garcia as well, because he's starting to get some hot reactions from the crowd for sure. 
And especially after uh, Collision. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there in a little bit. It's, yes, it's, we time, it's, it's time for Garcia to go on his own. Mm-hmm. It is. It as, is. Much, as much as I like 2.0 uh, and uh, Daddy Magic, I think he's super entertaining. I think if you're going to push Danny Garcia, he needs to be on his own. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. So overall, though, I thought I thought Dynamite was fun. A lot of fun. Good show. Thought it uh, started off the week on the right foot. Um, then we had Rampage Friday night. Totally different. It's only an hour program. I got to be honest, Rampage is usually my DVR program. So I did watch it on Saturday. Yeah. Um, any, any takeaways from uh, Rampage that you guys liked or anything you didn't like? No, well, I love the fact that we got three women's matches in an mm-hmm. hour show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I read this. I always read the spoilers on Rampage. <laughs> I don't watch Rampage. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, we saw, we saw uh, Statlander and Willow Nightingale in tag action. Sheeta versus Anna J. We saw Mark Briscoe and the Hardys versus Kip Sabian, the Butcher, and the Blade. And then also Wheeler Yuta defending the ROH Pure Championship against Commander. So that, that was kind of your match card there. Uh, I I like the direction they're trying to go with the Hardys, give them a little different, different look, because that's one thing we didn't talk about in Dynamite, that the return of Private Party, finally, Mark Quinn, finally back mm, after yeah. being off a lot. They got a huge reaction from the crowd. Um, and called out some tag teams, which is kind of cool to see. Um, so they kind of teased that with the Hardys and Private Party in a backstage segment. Um, I like the Hardys. Mm. They're kind of they're kind of getting. It looks like they're going to turn heel, and they're kind of becoming that glorified tag team. Talking about their accomplishments all the time. And I like that direction. Um, it just it it. I don't know how to feel every time I see them wrestle because the guys are getting older. In the ring, and it's showing yeah. more and more. And and they missed the the big uh, the whisper in the wind spot was yeah, it was mm. bad. It was bad. He he missed bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know they called it whisper in the wind, but where he jumps yeah. off his brother's back. It, it yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, and, and uh, one nice thing is they kind of changed up the names a little bit for Private Party. You know, it used to be Isaiah Cassidy and Marcus Quinn. And when they came back, there's Zay and Quinn. Yeah. So yeah. It, it that still kind of is the rub from being with the Hardy Boys with that that Hardy party still sticking yeah. around. But it's time to give them a push because you guys remember when they beat the Bucks in the early days of yeah. AW in 2019, and then I was like, this team. I thought they by 2024, I thought they'd have been held tag team gold at least once. Yeah. Well, if, if you if you remember. This might be before AEW started, but it was in the early talks of AEW. The Bucks put over Private Party and Hog Wrestling for the mm-hmm. results. Um, and I want to say that either started literally before a week before AEW or a couple weeks into AEW. Um, and the and the Bucks were finishing up their independent scenes, um, independent uh, bookings. But I, I remember when they put them over in Hog Wrestling and um, because I think Jericho showed up on that show too. It was, it was whatever. It was a, a, a independent show that I think Jericho showed up to to confront Hangman. But uh, but yeah, they they've been a uh, they've been 
they're they're one of the Bucks. I'm sure the Bucks handpicked these guys, so it's yeah. time to do something with them or or move on. Yeah, it's and with them being back together, I think you can elevate the tag team division. Just gives the tag team division another good team to be out there, which I think is a the AW's got to get that going again in 2024 because that's kind of what the foundation AW was built on very a very strong tag division. And, and, yeah. and I, I agree with that statement. I, I don't know if I would consider them in the top echelon of tag Not teams yet. in the AW. Not yet. Um, I, I tell you, a tag team that I, I think I would put there before Private Party um, is the Workhorsemen, and we saw them on Collision. They, they, they I want to see yes. them get more time. I want to yeah. see them get a longer match because they can work. Yeah, I think those guys are great. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, me selfishly, I want the outrunners to, to, to have a little more time. Right. Um, but if we're, we're we're getting down to the nitty gritty, like, yeah, the workhorseman man, like I would I would put them in front of the private party any day of the week. My favorite theme from Rampage was Lethal and Jarrett's confrontation. I thought that was fantastic. Yes. I thought that yeah. was fantastic. We're finally get it starting to get split, and where it looks. I mean, we 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 don't have it yet, but it's definitely getting that way. And I think we're finally going to get a lethal versus Jarrett uh, little feud going, and I I can get on board with that. Yeah, I can get on board mm-hmm. with that. That that'd be a good uh, revolution match. Is it revolution, right? Yeah, revolution. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, because Jarrett's calling lethal a loser, and lethal's pretty much giving it back into Jarrett, and, and, and you know. Sanjay's trying to make him get on the same page, but I would love to have that match at Revolution. Have Flair get involved, um, and, and no Andrade anymore. He's not around anymore. No, that's okay. Cost cost Jarrett the match, and then we turn around and have uh, Flair and and Jarrett and it all out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Flair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just okay. figured out. I, I just took, what you said. I was. It, it took was you guys a minute there for a minute. I was reading something. I do not want to see. <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm just joking. I don't want to see Flair die in the ring, but I was just trying to get the reaction out of Paul and Tanner, and both of them gave me no freaking reaction. I was reading something. We're getting a lot of comments, which I love. Everybody keep keep the yes. comments coming in. I'm sorry if I'm not getting them all up on the screen. We're getting quite a few tonight, uh, which is great. So give but, us the comments if you want to see Flair versus Jarrett at All Out. No. Right? Yes, let's go. <laughs> Do you want to see Ric Flair with gold <laughs> sometime oh, in 2024? No. Oh, Ric Flair in the TNT Championship? Let's go. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> Although you could have Flair and Jarrett if you have Lethal pull back or pull out his old Flair gimmick. <laughs> Got uh, one no. No. <laughs> Got a nope. No. Nope. No than a nope. <laughs> no. I don't. I don't. Uh, uh, I think I talked about this when Paul White went. He turned into a nah. <laughs> I think I, I think I made this comment when I when I saw Paul White go through the windshield of a car. Like, look, man, I appreciate the effort. I appreciate your love for the business, but it's just time. And unfortunately, we saw the last match uh, two years ago with was it two years ago? Probably by now, right? Twenty twenty one. We saw the last match with with Flair and Andrade versus Lethal and, and Jarrett. And that was enough. So. Uh, I, I, yeah, he's gonna get physical, and he he's cleared to take bumps in AEW, and that and that's fine. Uh, but I do not, I do not. I'm gonna be very clear. I do not want to see Flair have another match. No, that doesn't work for me, brother. No, <laughs> no. He's he, he let him talk, let him scream, let him make fun of people, let him do him. But we do not need to have him in a match. 
No, I agree right there. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. respect them for what he just has done for business, but I don't need to see him. Oh, he's 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 on my he's on my Mount Rushmore. He's definitely yeah. one of the guys mm-hmm. on my Mount Rushmore. Uh, but it's time. Yep, it's time. Yeah, but uh, nothing huge to take away from Rampage, but it was fine. Um, then we had Collision Wednesday night. Um, Saturday yeah, I thought night. it was a good show. Oh, yeah, thank you, Paul. Saturday night. Uh, not Wednesday night. That's Dynamite. Saturday night's all right for fighting. That is true. Um, I thought it was a good show. I enjoyed Collision. Um, Sting and Darby versus Work Horseman, like Shep was talking about the Work Horseman. Um, I mean, we knew who was going to win, but still, I came away pretty impressed yeah. with the Work Horseman. And, I mean, you know, to go back to this, I wish they got more time. You could add some more people to the Work Horseman. And if you stop and think about it, the work horseman sounds very similar to another faction that uh, Shep and I knew very well when we were younger. Tanner, it was after you, you came along after it. Yes. You, I remember the WCW version <laughs> with Ben Wall and Malenko, but I don't remember the. Yeah. Arn and Ollie and Tully and Ollie. Flair. Yeah. Yeah, and he had, he had I, I, JJ Dillon too. Yes, you could turn the work horseman into a modern day four horseman. You've got guys that would work well with that, and they tried because at one point the the work horsemen were four. You had uh, Nemeth and um, Peter Avalon in there. Oh, yeah. But of course, Nemeth is following his brother with his riding his coattails over cross seas and doing other stuff. But Nick, you know. Nick, said, Nick said he wants to tag with his brother sometime. So, yeah, and I think you'll see that in AW eventually. Um, but you know what? What he did over the past uh, two days in in Japan was uh, was surprising, but mm-hmm. really, really good too. It was good. Yeah, that was good stuff. Yep, and his new uh, theme song is recorded by Fort Wayne band Downstate, who has tons of wrestling theme songs, including Cody Rhodes out there, so, and the Miz, and the Miz, and um, plenty Chelsea Green, and mm-hmm. plenty, plenty. Um, Speaking of the Miz, non race uh, wrestling related, my Browns are in the playoffs. Your Broncos are not. Ha ha. <laughs> Seven straight losing seasons. <laughs> And I'm not going to mention the Colts. I won't go there because I'm going to be nice. Yeah, I'm leaving the Colts out of this. <laughs> well, you made fun of a team that didn't make the playoffs, so I just, I, I just took it and stride yep. you making fun of my hey. team as well. No, yeah, no, my the, team the deserves Colts it. yesterday. The, the Colts help uh, Paul's paycheck a little bit. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but oh, the the Colts broke our heart. You know. I'm a Cubs fan. The Cubs have broke my heart many, many years, and the Colts broke my heart yesterday. So, always next year. It, I don't a Cleveland fan. You'll be used to heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, I never mind. I won't say that about Cleveland fans. That's mean. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't have these thoughts yet. But, <laughs> anyways, yeah, uh, 2024. You're going to be nice. Yeah. I am going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. Um, the NBA is absolute trash, but I am a yep. Pacers fan, and the Pacers are half-ass decent this year. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll just uh, read on the read on the, the old Pacers. I mean, I'm 
not a Cleveland fan when it comes to the NBA, just so we're on the same page here. Well, I figured you would be since you had shit-ass LeBron for years. Can't stand the guy. I'm not a fan either. Uh, I'm a fan of Eddie Kingston, though. You talk about a real motherfucker right there. All right, let's go. (laughs) Two. Can we get three, Shep? I I already said it once, so I figured it's okay to say it again. He and he and Trent, man, that was I'm not I'm not a best friends fan. I've I've been on record that, but but with that said, I like Trent Beretta's work. I, I agree. Get rid of the Kentucky gentleman. What's his name? Chuck Taylor. Get rid Chuck of the Taylor. Kentucky. I, I just I just know they call him the Kentucky Kentucky gentleman. That was his name, his his gimmick before. And uh he's got he's got Chucky T. He's got red face. I don't know the shit. It makes your face red. Face red. I don't know. Um, they call it, mine's called alcoholism, but I don't know what they call it on his. <laughs> uh, but no, I I think Trent's great in the ring. Um, always liked Trent. Um, Majin, I've thought that for like two years now that Trent was turning heel. So, <laughs> and every time we think it, he just sticks yep. by their side. Yeah, you know they got him paired. Or gets with, injured. They got him paired with Orange and Rocky Romero right now, and it's. And Danhausen, Danhausen, whatever. Uh, but well, how about my boy? How about my boy Eddie coming out with kick pads tonight or collision? Sorry, yeah, I, I watched Saturday. it today. I watched collision. So did I. Don't worry. I watched it today. Um, I wrapped up about uh, wrapped it about eight o'clock. Yeah, so it's fresh so, in my mind. So I'm thinking, hey, what the hell? He's never wore kick pads ever since we've ever seen him. But he yeah, had yellow kick pads tonight or yesterday. <laughs> So, yeah, no, it's no, that was fun. I mean, we knew Eddie wasn't gonna lose, but you know, no. Trent gets some color, and my god, some of the chops uh, he threw out in that match. Oh, one, my one problem with Trent getting color, and it's not even Trent, Trent did a good job. But if you go back and watch that match, they flipped to the camera facing Trent as he's blading. Yeah, oh, you man. can't do that. That's 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 a that's an AEW regular. They, oh, I their, know their camera work is shit. It's not, but still, do not bring Kevin Dunn in. I don't want to see a million no. camera cuts every ten seconds. Well, easy, easy, Tanner. The guy's the guy's not even fresh out of Connecticut yet. We don't think we're going to bring him in. Easy, bud. Gives me nausea, nausea man. Tan- Tanner, about, Tanner about went through the damn screen when we talked about Ke- <laughs> He thought he'd better bring Kevin Dunn. Hey, I've hung out with Kevin at Uncle Vinny's. I don't like the guy, okay? <laughs> he, he's rocking, Shep. We've done it. He's rocking. <laughs> yeah, good Lord. We were talking about some bad camera work in AEW, and Tanner about came through the screen at us. Holy shit. Let's go. Not a Kevin and Dunn fan, just- all right? <laughs> oh. He's rocking like, hey, he's rocking like Bray Wyatt. R.I.P. Bray. I'm going to Bray Wyatt on here. Yeah, R.I.P. Bray, but good Lord. Speaking of, uh, yeah, um, (laughs) nobody ever texts back when I text that Wednesday night. Go back and watch Swerve's heights. I swear that's Bray Wyatt on his left leg. Okay. No, it's a a Rastafarian guy. I I looked at that. Is it? It's either it's either it's either a shitty swerve with uh, dreads, or it's freaking Bob Marley. It, yeah, I, I I don't I don't see I don't see Bray in there. I really don't. 
So I think it's some Rastafarian dude or Bob Marley. I don't give it though. But I, I I get where you're coming from there, Paul. I really do. I mean, well, because Bray, I mean, Bray had some dreads, didn't he? At one point, mm-hmm. didn't, didn't he have some dreads? Yeah. And 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 I'm, I'm not being mean here, guys, but I'm pretty sure on his tights he was brown faced. I have to go look at it. I did not pay yeah. close enough attention. So I think yeah, I think I think his face was a little brown. I think uh, I, 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 I don't. I know Bray lived in Florida and had a hell of a tan, but. I think I think Maj Well, I mean, they were yellow and black pants. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I forgot Maj, and that's good shit, pal. Yeah, Damn there it. we go. <laughs> you can get your that's good stuff, uh, Tanner three nineteen shirt on kickingoutshop.com. Kept it clean for the kids. Yeah, um, yeah, Tanner's all about the kids. Yeah, all about the kids. All about those kids. EG era. <laughs> oh God. Oh, you know, I've spent way too much time in Uncle Vinny's house. I gotta, gotta stop going to Connecticut. Um, the guy who left Connecticut, Adam Copeland. I liked what he did on Collision. Uh, I liked yeah. his promo. I liked uh, Cole Carter. Well, I don't care for Cole Carter, but Cole Carter, Maria Canellis, and Griff Garrison coming out, and Griff Garrison leans right into the BTE bit with who the it's Griff Garrison. Um, you may be asking yourself who the. Is but Griff I, I like Adam working with these guys because he he wants to develop the younger talent, and he's been on record saying he likes Griff Garrison a lot. So, and it reminds him of a younger him. So, you know, I thought this was good. I thought this was good. I like Adam wanting to work his way up up to get that TNT title shot again. So, the what was he calling it? The Cope Open, I believe. Yeah, yeah. He kind of just threw that off the cuff. Yeah. But. Oh, we're talking about Swerve. Yeah, I got to do my, my Nana dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys got to stop that shit. <laughs> Speaking of him and Daniel Garcia in a dance-off. Yes. All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. But good stuff about Copeland. I, I, I think they're good. I think we get the payoff of oh, this Christian. <laughs> that didn't take much. I, th- I think and he's back. I think we get the payoff Damn. of this Copeland Christian feud at Revolution, and I'm hoping it's a cage match. Keep outside interference out. I want to see more cage matches in AEW because theirs are not the standard cage matches we've gotten used to, where it's like ten feet in the air. This thing's like fifteen, twenty feet in the air. Going back to watch uh, the Cody Wardlow steel cage match i mean cody jumps off of that thing blindly and luckily wardlow caught him but still that thing's way up there so you, you guys the help me out here so besides that cage match we've what other cage matches not blood and guts what other cage matches have we seen in aw <laughs> uh thunder thunder and brit thunder yeah. and brit, yep. the bucks and the lucha bros jungle boy and luchasaurus and that's the last one I can remember is that one. You know, yeah. Um, and, and this is just fresh in my mind because it happened Thursday. Um, New Japan is having a cage match for the first time in 20 years. They haven't had a cage yeah. match. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. Um, Osprey's going to be in it. 
Osprey's in it. It's it's uh, his team versus uh, was it M M Tim D? I don't know M D K or whatever. There, whole whole another faction. But my my point is is they are the way they are are marketing this match is first time in twenty years. So I can appreciate AEW just not every other week saying, "Oh, it's right. a cage match." Oh, it's a cage match. Yeah. Um, and we do already get blood and guts was, every year, but that's yeah. that's that's more of a war he, games. I, I I you know, Connecticut has Hell in the Cell and and, and, and whatever war games. and war games. You know, you can have um, blood and guts, and then maybe maybe two cage matches a year, and then you you need to stop it at that because yeah. you you don't want it to 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 run its course. So right, you and, know, a big deal for New Japan to have one in. This first one in 20 years. Yeah, that's, that's insane. That's crazy. Insane. Yeah, I'm glad Modern Brothers. There have up. been. Go ahead, Paul. I'm go sorry. Ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, there, as I'm looking, it says uh, every AEW cage match ranked worst to best. It does include blood and guts. So, not counting blood and guts, there have been six cage matches if you count the Hager Wardlow oh, MMA rules cage fight. Otherwise, okay. there are five. Okay, I think we named them. I think. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, oh no, the one I forgot was Moxley and uh, Omega. When Omega about, I thought it ripped his leg in half, but he didn't. Remember that he went through the cage and his leg got tangled with the rope. I just that last was a year. Good thing. No, that they they were one on one in Detroit in a cage this past year. Okay, so there have been six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were in blood and guts against each other as well, but they were they they were one on one in the cage because that's when Callus mm-hmm. turned on Kenny. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I'm glad Majin got, brought this up because I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this at World's End. He said Christian Cage taking a page page of Adam's book and being the ultimate opportunist was a perfect way for that to happen. Yeah, what'd you guys think about the uh, TNT title match at World's End between Christian and Adam? I thought it was spectacular. Um, I, I glad Nick Wayne's okay because they kind of missed that table with him a little bit. But well, he, didn't yeah. get, he didn't get burned. Well, still. I mean, I mean he had enough get, denim on. It would have been fine. You want to get burned? Do you want to get power bombed on some padded ring steps? Come on. Yeah. Come well, on. I'll take I, uh, the table. And he's 19 years old. He can take this shit. Let's go. Move on the, to the next step. The, yeah. the flaming table spot, though, man, that would have been cool for him to go through it. But mm-hmm. stuff happens. I mean, I get it. I think it was just a misstep. I think it was. was. He, he threw him a little too far, and he, yeah, bounced, he, he bounced off. But that scared me when he bounced off because I'm like, oh, my God, he's really going to be on fire. But Yeah. Because that, that um, type of um, lighter fluid they use is – supposed to go out pretty quickly. That's why I went out that first time when it was yep. lit. And then Cope was like, screw this. I'm putting all the lighter fluid on to make sure it's not going out this time until we want it to go out. So, Zippo lighter fluid. But it was it was good. I mean, I love that Copeland finally won gold for like a minute. Um, yeah. Only for Christian to weasel his way in there and get it back. So really good for the story. But yeah, I, and I, I, I do. I mean... We talked about we didn't want this to happen till revolution, but now I think we're going to see it continue to build to revolution. I do too. I think that's the payoff there. Mm-hmm. 
going back to Collision, um, I know, Shep, I know you dug the main event, FTR House of Black. I did, too, honestly. You know, anytime we see FTR, um, and and we haven't seen a lot of them of late. No. Um, They were not on World's End. They weren't booked. Um, They were not at Wrestle Kingdom. They weren't booked. Um, So to, to see them and to see this feud with the house of black kind of go, I, I, I enjoy the house of black a lot. I think those guys are Mm. stupid, talented, stupid, talented. Mm -hmm. Um, so thoroughly enjoyed this match, thoroughly enjoyed the end of the match and after the match, um, you know, with, with, uh, Brody King coming in and Daniel Garcia coming in. So, um, and then they, they even threw the little caveat they had, uh, um, they had Julia uh, ringing the bell. Well, that they had Julia ringing the bell, and they had uh, Dax's uh, wife and daughter. Dax's wife and daughter sitting ringside, um, you know, to, just to have a little bit of a personal note, personal note. Um, you know, anytime you can have that, I thought it was good, and mm-hmm. uh, just just tells the story even better. So, yep. yeah, great, great main event um, uh, by all four participants. Um, I think Alistair. And 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 Buddy are just awesome, awesome performers. Yep. Obviously, you guys know I how I feel about uh, Dax and Cash. So, yep, I, I want to see Malachi have some singles matches this year. He had zero. No, I called him Alistair, didn't I? That's all right. Uh, That's I all call right. him Alistair. It's okay, Malachi. Yeah, whatever. But but uh, no, House House of Black. I dig them. I think their presentation is cool. Their interest is cool. Their in ring works great. FTR is great as always. Um, I want to go back to this question about by Majin um, talking about revolution. Do you think that's when we get Beth? He's talking about Beth Phoenix, Adam Copeland's wife, because he said, Adam's shorthanded as it is. He's got to at least have someone come in to take on Milf Wayne. <laughs> I'll take on, I'll take on Milf Wayne. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, you know, I, I, I got young children, but I can I could I could handle a 19 year old stepson if that's what you're talking about. I mean, come on, I can figure it out. No DQ, mm. no holes barred, no rules. Uh, wait, wait, you talking about me and me and Mrs. You and, yeah, ring the oh. bell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 ring the bell. <laughs> yeah, it better be a padded headboard. <laughs> <laughs> If we weren't explicit before, thank, thank, thank God your wife doesn't listen to this. <laughs> she kill me. <laughs> she kill me. <laughs> that guy just called me Justin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Austin's is there. Austin. That's right. not Justin. But now uh, I'm calling you Justin. Enough. Now I do understand that, yeah. right? <laughs> Uh, just said he knew Shep would fall into the trap. I mean, come on! I, I tried to avoid it. I tried to behave. Hey, you're talking about a a a, a, a tall, skinny blonde in her uh, late in her late forties. Oh, oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. Now we know. Uh, all, right. all right, all right, all right, all right, Majin. We'll we'll go back to Majin. Yeah, it'll we'll be confusing with, with Justin and Austin. So it's Majin. It's true. That's true. I'm still thinking of a tall, blonde, 
lady in her late forties that wants to take me to school, but hey, you know, we can go on to something else, guys. <laughs> well, we know what uh, uh, we know what Chip's favorite segment of the week was, and who's his wrestler of the week? Milf Wayne. Well, well six point nine rating, six point nine rating from Chip tonight. I think she's a little taller than me. That'd be awkward. <laughs> Mm-mm. We know what segment Shep's given a 10 out of 10. We wouldn't line up correctly. <laughs> oh, the new era of KOP. Something's changed and some stay the same. Uh, <laughs> All right, trying to. Uh, so, what was your guys' favorite show of the week? And what rating would you give that show? So, let's say if you pick Collision or Dynamite, we'll do out of 10. If you do Rampage, it's out of 5 since it's a one hour show. I'm going to go Dynamite. Uh, enjoyed that show. Even though FTR was in the main event of Collision, I thought Dynamite was a better show all around. And uh, I was I was thought it was a great show coming in the new year, so I'm going 7.3 on Dynamite. 7.3? All right. All right. Um, I'm going to throw up this uh, comment from Majin here real quick, Tanner. <laughs> go for it. Shep versus Mama Wayne in a last person standing match. Finish will come when Shep can't even move. Well, good thing there will be a five minute time limit on that match. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no time limit. Oh, well, 60 I mean, minute time limit or TV time remaining. 60 minute time limit. My ass will be on the couch eating popcorn in eight minutes. <laughs> and i'll be happy about it i'll be happy about it i mean the old dapper roberts can can say 60 minutes i'm gonna say dapper bud the yapper dapper like kid you know what give me some popcorn and some sweatpants my ass is going to the couch here in about three minutes squash match squash match squash match hey hey you book- should have said squash. <laughs> it's whatever the booker wants, man. I got to do what the booker wants. <laughs> I, figured some other- <laughs> I figure some other comment was coming about squashing something or other. So that's why I was like, damn it, Tanner. I think uh, I Tanner's think, trying to catch his breath. I think her, uh, I think her finisher is probably the, uh, uh, oh, never mind. Never mind. Go ahead, Tanner. What was your? Show? I think I think Paul's still up. Okay, sorry, Paul. Never mind. Do I we'll want to take a drink? I do not want to take a spit take. We'll, ta- we'll talk. Her, we'll talk about her finisher later. Uh, I'm going with uh, Collision. Uh, I'm enjoying. You know, I gotta admit, I I haven't watched a whole lot of Collision. Um, because it kind of everything that they had planned for collision kind of fell apart, so I was just waiting. Tanner, did you just see Majin's comment? <laughs> hey, I man, I, 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 I gotta stop. I gotta stop. <laughs> I can't, I can't. You know what? Good thing I have a little bit of a filter in, in 2024. Good thing it's Sunday. Yeah. I'm sure it's a bald claim, too. <laughs> I 
open her up and find the pearl. Ugh. All right. Mm. Collision. Um. Uh huh. <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> so this is definitely explicit hey, of all explicit episodes. You know, it's 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 a good thing. It's a good thing. Buddy Wayne wasn't an airline pilot because Mama Mama Wayne would have a landing strip in that clamp. <laughs> Oh, oh, I got a headache going. <laughs> <laughs> <Is that> wrong? <laughs> All right, that's it. We're done. <laughs> Join us again next week. No, um, collision was uh, my, my pick of the week. Um, I, I've steered away from it in the past, but uh, I enjoyed watching it this week. I, you may not like him, Shep, but Stoke, Stokely Hathaway can tell a story. And his little segment with Statlander was fun. Uh, which that was, was, was that a live that was lizard page, on her? It? Was that a live lizard on her? It, it was moving. It was moving. Yes. Yes. That is her pet. She brings it with her from time to time. Uh, but so them recapping that on collision was interesting for me. And um, I, I, I'm. I'm the opposite of you guys. I'm a big fan of factions if they're done correctly. So the little segment there uh, with the acclaimed and Bullet Club Gold, um, Billy Gunn saying, oh, dad had to come save your ass again. And then, you know, talking about the old factions, what Bullet Club did over in New Japan. Um, Daddy ass knowing a thing or two about big factions if done right, a faction can work well. And I think AEW has not done the best with them in the past. I'm hoping that that can change going forward. And so that kind of made me a little excited. It'd be interesting to try to imagine Switchblade as a baby face. Eh. Or do you turn the acclaimed heel? Mm. That'd be easier. down the road. That'd yeah. be way it, it would be. They've been heels before, so. But um, rating for Collision, um, 7.7. And I give the whole week a 7.9, so. Well, I am not picking Rampage, um, so I'm not going to be the, you know, differ. I'll say if I ever pick Rampage, it's got to be an hour that just blows me away because. Which I mean, they've yeah, done that before. Well, they, they absolutely have. But I'm going with Dynamite. Um, I just thought it was really, really good. I thought they started a week off good, hitting the reset button. Love all the in-ring work. There wasn't much I can complain about. I'm going 8-4. Mm. I really enjoyed Whoa. it. Really. All right. It. All right. All right. And overall, so. the week, I'd give the week about an 8-1. I just thought it was a really positive week for AW. Shep, you're going to give it an 8.0? The whole week? Um, yes. N- no. No, I would give the whole week uh, <laughs> uh, a 6.9. Nope, I'm giving it a 7.1. Okay. Smart, smart ass. 
Um, well, now look, if Mama Wayne was on all three episodes, you'd give it a 6.9, and we know if, that. If Mama Wayne's on all three, and Shep's uh, going to town. <laughs> I cannot go down this again. My eyes already look like Rob Van Dam's right now. <laughs> I mean, Paul, you said that. I mean, Mama Wayne's on all three. I hate giving. There's only one thing I can do. <laughs> give it a 10. <laughs> She'll take all six inches. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, come on. She Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh man. I we, I, we having fun. He's back. He's back. We are having fun. He's back. Uh man, you know how tempting it is to change your little slogan there under your name, Shep. Why what? You don't like my slogan? <laughs> oh no no no! I'm just saying with some of the comments you've made in the last yeah. you know 15 minutes where we've all been dying laughing. Hey, hey! I'm just telling you. Never, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Let's hey, let's talk about we had we had we had a we had a great week AEW television. We we gave our ratings. I think we're gonna go. We're gonna do a wrestler of the week, right? Yep. Yes, we are. Okay, we're gonna do a wrestler of the week, and then we kind of have a lot to talk about. We about do. about Tanner's uncle over in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's his um, uh, cousin now that's kind of running things, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Tanner cousin went out in there law. Tanner went out there for Christmas, so he can tell us. True. Hopefully, hopefully he got a good Christmas gift. So, hopefully, he drew him in the white elephant gift, right? <laughs> Tanner would Tanner would have gave him a, a Buff Bagwell T-shirt and the White Elephant gift. <laughs> he would have given him a KOP sweatshirt so that it had reference to AW on it. <laughs> hey, he said it's a pissing company, so I was just trying to help him out. It's a T-shirt company, t-shirt, so he bought t-shirt a T-shirt company. company. So just, just trying to help him out. Hey, you know, uh, you know. But who were you guys' wrestler of the week for AEW? Go for it, Paul. All right. Um, You know, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to preface this with talking about uh, some booking for revolution. Um, We don't know Sting's final opponent. I think I know who it should be. But the way he is in the ring, in my opinion, I guess I should say, in my opinion, no, not Ric Flair. <laughs> God, Shep. Sorry. I'm on, be, I'm, on, I'm on one tonight, okay? It's Sunday it, night. It should be Shep. No. Um, God, no. But the, the passing of the torch gimmick that's been done throughout the years, I don't think wait, the way the guy is in the ring is going to do him any good because in five years we're going to be talking about how he's sitting behind commentary desk because he can't move out of his wheelchair, <laughs> and that's Darby Allen. Do you think they do a one-on-one match? Because we haven't seen I Sting mean, do that. Can he? Yeah, I yes, think with he Darby, he could. He could. Dar- Darby could sell a lot of shit for Sting. I mean, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about him Wednesday night with those two hosses in the ring of Hobbs. And they're great workers, Hobbs and Keshka. But it's going to make me nervous. I haven't been nervous for a Sting match in a while. Uh, except when you about passed out when he dove off of something oh the he table. about broke his uh, he about broke mm-hmm. his jaw that one week yeah 
I just don't want it to be Jericho. That's what I'm afraid. No, no. It to me, the Darby thing would work because Sting came in immediately, took Darby under his wing. It would be a passing of the torch if you have him lose one match and not be his final match. Losing to Darby would put Darby on such another level, sure. and it would. I mean, he would be solidified in AEW history. So in five years when he can't wrestle anymore, people are still talking about him. You, I think you, even if Sting goes over, it does Darby a lot of good. You, you, you're right. You're right, Paul. And it, it's the old the old thing when they were in the territory days is when you left the territory, you, you put the next guy over, right? The guy that mm-hmm. was staying to, in the territory to take that over. Uh, I I hundred percent agree with you. I don't. I just don't see that we get that nowadays. And here's the thing: it's hard for me to picture Darby Allen as a main event caliber dude. I don't see Darby Allen challenging Samoa Joe for the, the championship. I don't see Darby Allen challenging um, MJF. Well, I guess we kind of had that, but. I don't see Darby Allen and, and uh, Kenny Omega. I don't see Darby Allen and Hangman Page. I don't see Darby Allen and Swerve on on a main event or a, a, a high level pay per view. Could, could they have a good match? Yeah, because Darby can do those spots that just put him over. Um, so I, I guess if you're having one of the all time greats, you know right off in the sunset he's gonna put somebody over i just i just i just it sounds bad i don't know if he wants to waste it on darby right i just almost feel like it has to end with darby included somehow i i agree it does but i mean literally could you picture darby holding the aw championship not right now no i i mean i'm i'm I always I always bitch about the bigs versus the smalls, right? It's hard for me to picture him holding the, holding the belt, anyways. Like it's hold, hard for me to holding him holding or Sammy Guevara holding the belt. Now a TNT title, yeah, absolutely right. A tag title, absolutely. Knock yourself out. Holding that big belt, man. That's 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 a lot. That's a lot. Uh, so yeah, yeah. My wrestler of the week, I'm going to go Swerve. I know I pick Swerve a lot, but guy's hot right now. You took mine. He's white hot right now. B. Garcia in the the main event. You know, they had a pivot, and he had to go against Dustin Rhodes at the world's end because Keith Mm -hmm. Lee did not get cleared. But that was fine. Um, I mean, he's made his attentions clear. He wants the title. But I think uh, he and Hangman will have that rubber match first. So. Which, which I I take my money. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, my wrestler of the week it was well, it was served, but uh, Tanner took that. So I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Cash Wheeler. Oh, okay. Everybody thought it would go Dax, right? Yes. But I thought Cash mm-hmm. was awesome in that match. And I think Cash is a great wrestler. Don't be wrong. Uh, yeah, Dax is my favorite wrestler, or whatever. Just because I like it, I like him personally. I love the 
I'd love to sit there and shoot tequila with him someday. Um, but I thought in that match, I thought Cash really carried him, and I thought he looked good. Um, he took some good spots, and yeah, yeah, Cash Wheeler definitely. Yep, there's a lot. That's the thing about doing a, a wrestler of the week. There's a lot to choose from. So even yeah, more we than will. we used to have on Wednesdays. Now we got three shows to choose a wrestler of the week. Yep. Mm-hmm. I could have picked Diana Prazo. She was on my mind. Um, new signee, right in uh, her home I state. Bet, I bet she was on your mind. <laughs> I like Mama Wayne's on Shep's mind. <laughs> oh, man, dude. Shep, Shep is just a MILF driver. You know what I mean? This is like a destroyer. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we got we to gotta stay out of this rabbit hole. We're not going to get done till like 3 a.m. <laughs> I mean, you brought it up, Paul. I'm just saying. Oh. But she's uh, got it. You know what? Hey, she's got to be what in her early fifties, maybe. I'm looking it up. I'm looking Look it up. up. She's got to be. What's early. what's her name again? I don't remember her first name. Mama Wayne. Uh, Mrs. Wayne. Oh, it's like Nick Wayne's mom. Nick Wayne's mom. And <laughs> ends up going to be Shana 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 Wing. Shana Wing. Shana Shepherd. But <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wow. Your wife's gonna kill you one of these days, and I'm gonna laugh. She's asleep. <laughs> uh, please, be, Wikipedia. Please, please be, please be fifty. No, I don't think she has an. She's got an uh, Instagram Wikipedia. page. Yes, yeah, she does. I, I think I follow it too. Buddy passed in 2017. R.I.P. Buddy. I'll take care. I'll take care of her for you, bud. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, I'll keep. Uh, you, keep if you guys keep, want to move keep. on, I'll keep looking for this. You you keep looking at and then, and Paul. After we we're done talking yes. about a little AW now, um, the 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 week of professional wrestling. Um, what do you want to talk about? I, I was just getting ready to hit the button. Oh, okay. Since you hit I the have button. it somewhere. Hit somewhere there it is. There it is. So, what do you guys want to talk about? So, Lots you- to talk about here. I forgot that it looped. Danner's fault. <laughs> Automatic. Lots looking. to talk about here. So, so do uh, Tanner listens to him? Did uh, you listen to Lagreca this week, Tanner? I did oh, not. I had to because I wanted to hear his rants. Did you? Did you hear the the f bomb rant? Oh yes. And I am, I am right there with him. I am a hundred percent. And 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 yes, I'm a Cody 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 Rose fan, right? Yes, I'm an AEW fan. But after what we saw with the Rock making his debut or re-debut, right? Re-debut, um, return, return, whatever. And making that comment that he wants to uh, go to a, a restaurant, a local restaurant, and sit at the head of the table. I don't. I'm not. I. I don't. I don't like this. I don't like this, guys. I really don't. I've thought about this all week. Uh, they have to get the Rock and Roman has to have. A, they have to have a match now. They have to because mm-hmm. for the first time he has teased it out loud to the WWE universe. So they have to do the match. Now, I think they got one of two options. 
they do at WrestleMania 40, which is the, even though we're AEW, bigger AEW fans than we are WWE fans, we are pro wrestling fans, and we can all agree Mania is the biggest show, biggest pro wrestling event of the year, no matter what. For fan, diehard fans, average fans, not even pro wrestling fans, they know about WrestleMania, right? So they can do it at WrestleMania 40, and it could be one of the biggest as far as drawing attention matches in WrestleMania history. Or they could do it in Australia, at Elimination Chamber, because that's also going to be in front of 70,000 people in Australia's government or whoever puts together supposedly really wants The Rock over there. So you, you bring up Australia. Australia's government came up and said, hey, we're going to pay you guys this amount of money to have the event here. And how much do we have to pay you to have The Rock? I mean, that that was brought up. That was that was some known uh, public discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, now, for selfishness reasons, I would say, hey, let's have The Rock and Roman in, in Australia. Obviously, Roman goes over, and then we can have it, Cody and, and, and Mania. But that does not make sense for the WWE. Business-wise... Business-wise, it does not make sense. Rock Roman at Mania. Now, now I'll pitch you guys this, because you know we're all Cody fans. And I like The Rock, too. I mean, The Rock got me back into professional wrestling in 2011 after my four- to five-year hiatus. His return got me back in it. But I, if you do Rock Roman, it does not need the title. The title gives it away. The title gives everything in the match away. Because yeah. The Rock isn't sticking around after this. The way The Rock was blown up after Monday night, I think he has one match left in him, and that's it. So so hold on real quick. If, if that's not the case, so you have uh, Roman Cody night one, Cody takes the belt. How do you, how do you portray Roman Rock night two? You're going to make Roman, well, which Roman could go two nights in a row. I think, I mean, he only wrestles five nights a year, but um, in that scenario, Shep, I think you have to go rock Roman night one, Roman Cody night two. Cause I think if Cody's going to win the title at mania, it's gotta be night two. That's gotta be the last, that's gotta be, you gotta go off the air with him. Celebrating with the title. So, so you put, you put Roman over rock and then have Cody. I mean, if you're going to tell the story and if you're going to be, the, the the best thing for Cody, not only did Cody go over Roman, Cody just went over the rock. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now on the on the hindsight, you're burying Seth Rollins and CM Punk. I yes, you are. Cause I because in an ideal world before the rock came back, you know, I think we all talked about this. Punk, Rollins, night one, there's your mania. You know, Punk gets his mania main main event, and then night two is Cody and Roman. Well, Assuming the Rock's at 40, he's got to be in the main event. So, yeah, you do bury Rollins and Punk. Um, but assuming it, Punk's on a multi-year deal, he could maybe main event next year. Well, and and, and and Punk came out and said, look, I don't give a shit about your story. I'm I'm going to main event. But main. I, 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 the, the Rumble's got to tell us a lot because I think either Cody or Punk wins it. And if, if one of them wins it, Punk. they're one of the main event nights. So if, if Punk wins it, he is one of the main events. So then, but here's what you could also do, you know. We well, well, no, no. If you win the Rumble, you get to pick your title. None, none say you get to be the main event. I thought in the last few years it's it's also the main event, especially since they went to the two nights. 
Well, it, it might have been, but I don't, I don't think it's necessary. Like, okay. Okay. you get to pick what title you want to go to, but it doesn't right. necessarily mean it's the main event. Okay. Okay. Um, but here's another scenario that could go down. We already said, so, okay, if, if Punk wins at Rumble, if, if they're going to have Cody finish the story at Mania, he could still win the Elimination Chamber and get his title shot that way. But here's another thing I've been thinking about this week, especially since Friday night, we saw they announced this is going to be a fatal four-way at Rumble, right? AJ Styles, LA Knight, yeah, uh, Roman, and Randy Orton. I, I don't think they do this, but they could. I don't think they do this, but they could have Roman lose the title at the Rumble, especially to somebody like Randy Orton. And then Randy and Cody could go and get shut up for the title at Mania. It's not as big, but there is some personal history there. And Cody could still finish his story because yeah. he's never he's it's never been stated that it has to be over Roman or even that it has to be at Mania. But I think we all three agree if Cody doesn't finish it at Mania, whenever he does finish it, say it's at SummerSlam, it's just not gonna be as special. Yeah. No, it's not. It, I was listening to, so so on Sundays, Busted Open has some guys that Justin did, Labar and uh somebody yeah, else. Yeah. yeah. And they were talking about this today. Uh I was getting me a fist sandwich. Just let you know in the drive through, you know, uh, Mama Wayne likes fish sandwiches. I, I knew, I knew, I knew something like that was coming. <laughs> I was just waiting on it, just waiting on it. But, but, but he had, he had the same, he had the same <laughs> uh, idea you did. He said, Hey, look, you got a fatal four way at Rumble. It's easy to take, it's easy for uh, Roman to lose a belt and not take the pin. And then, you know, Cody, Cody moving that way. And, I'm like, look, if you if you have built this Cody story, we're we're, we're a two year story, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be Roman, guys. I'm telling you, it's got to be Roman to to finish off the story. And and I'm not saying that just because I'm a Cody fan, and I'm not saying that just because that's that's what he's going and said I'm finishing the story. But if you want to, if you want to finish this storyline, um and pass the torch. It's got to be night two, and it's got to be Roman and Cody. I'm sorry. I'm I'm with Dave LaGreca on this one. I really am. I know. I know. Bully Ray wasn't. Tommy Dreamer wasn't. And and the the two jackalopes on on to, to uh, busted open today. Uh, they were not there as well. I'm with LaGreca. If you don't do it this way, you're basically telling your whole fan base to F off. You know, LaGreca said about 47 F bombs. Mm-hmm. He was on a roll. He was on a roll. And I appreciate that. I really do. But I'm with him. You got to figure out some way. I know we got the rock involved. You know what? It makes the story even bigger. I get it. But it's still the rocks. The rocks going to go away. The rocks going to go film his movies, right? And he's going to go run that UFL. Whatever the hell that is. USFL, XFL. Yeah. United. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have a bunch of Canadians come down and play, try to play some fucking football. They go over there and play hockey assholes. Um, anyways. <laughs> uh, no. You, 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 he's going to go away. Cody's going to be here. You sign Cody to a five-year freaking deal. Cody's going to be there every day. You got to. They did not sign Cody a five-year deal. Three-year deal. You, you, you didn't see that report? 
No, his I deal don't. comes up this year, but as of October, it was pretty much all his. Ex- they approached him for an extension. It was pretty much all done except dotting the I's, crossing the T's. And to everybody's knowledge, he has not done that yet. He will. So he's doing what he did in AEW to TK. Unless well. unless it's been signed and just hasn't been reported, he will. He's not. I'm not even getting my hopes up that he's coming back to AEW because it's not. No, happen, no. But. He's not. He's not coming back to. He might come to back back to AEW, but it's after his reign. He's mm-hmm. he's he's going to down get the, the road. Yeah, it's down the road. I, I, Cody's mid thirties, right? He's upper thirties. Upper yeah, 30s? but he said um, when AEW started, he only had about five years left yeah, in him that he really wanted to wrestle. Mind. Well, I'm sure he did, because that five year mark would be up this year. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, I, we we got to have him night two. We gotta have him, and it's gotta be against Roman. I don't care. I don't care what you do with The Rock. I don't care what you do, John Cena. I don't care what you do Jey Uso. Yeet! I don't give a shit. It's gotta be them too. Well, and you gotta think that the, the the performers know what direction they're going because why I still have hope that he's gonna finish the story at WrestleMania is because he. I don't know if you guys follow him on X, but there's a uh, a really cool club school club in new york called the the wrestling club that there's a teacher that their kids or students watch wrestling and everything cody bought wrestlemania tickets for every single student in that class this week yeah and in his tweet he said come to philadelphia watch me finish the story i don't think he'd be tweeting that type of stuff and what gonna happen uh i i like that uh, I think Paul even said, uh, Paul even sent a thing out right before we started. Uh, he was at a, a live event, premium live event, right? No, no, I'm sorry, live event, not a premium live no. event. I get yeah, them. just live event. Yeah. House show. House it's show. a fucking house show. Let's just call it House that. show. House yeah. show. <laughs> and some some guy was getting married and he asked Cody to be his, his uh, best man. And Cody's like, are you a felon? He's like, no. Can you get married during the week? Yeah. All right, I'm in. I, I mean, come on. You you you, you talk about uh, what other that, that's John Cena like, right? Like like mm-hmm. Cena was uh, Mr. Make a Wish, right? Um, which was awesome. Still but, is. But still, yeah. But I'm just saying, like Cena used to get that kind of pop, used to get that kind of overness, um, mm-hmm. and now we got Cody in the company, so. Listen, I can tell you this, guys, right now. If for some reason after the 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 Sunday, I guess I guess we will be doing a podcast during WrestleMania, right? Yeah, maybe we might have to do that one a little earlier on Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways, if we do it on a Monday or Saturday, or we just do it the following week, I don't or know. Earlier in a Sunday, I don't know. If 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 Cody doesn't finish the story, Tanner, you can just start the podcast with an E, explicit. Because I will go on a rant, and we're not even we're not even talking about a a drunken rant. We're talking about a Mama Wayne kick ship out of the house rant. <laughs> I think all three of us would be because yeah. it's. I mean, I, I would even cuddle with Mama Wayne that night. That pissed me off. <laughs> She's a good cuddler, guys. Thank your word for it. <laughs> 
take your word for it. But it's it's even though we're a AEW primarily AEW focused podcast made by AEW fans for AEW fans, we do talk other promotions once in a while. We talk a lot of Cody Rhodes. Just let everybody know if this is the first time they've watched or listened. And uh, we'll be talking a lot. I think uh, we'll be following this pretty closely in WrestleMania season because this is it's a big stuff. I mean, whichever direction they go, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, big stuff. Mama. I call her mama. <laughs> Speaking of that, okay, let's transition real quick. I don't know. You get you guys got a couple more minutes? I got a few more minutes. Yeah. All right. A yeah. few more minutes. Let's Wrestle Kingdom. Did you guys watch Wrestle Kingdom? I saw the highlights. No. I didn't I didn't want I didn't order it. Wish I'm I would. Good. Every year I tell myself I'm gonna do it the following year and I, I don't so good. So good. Um Osprey Moxley uh Finley was a unbelievable match. I think uh Uncle Dave gave it six and a quarter stars. Yeah, that surprised me. Um, and then Danielson, uh, Okada. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Um, great. Unbelievable. Great. Um, I Did thought we get a rubber this- match. So Kyle's going to be free agent. Okada's a free agent, but which is really weird. <sighs> So the following day, they have that New Year's thing at Corrigan Hall. Dash, right? New Year's Dash. New, New Year's Dash. And it was John Moxley, Daniel Bryanson, Daniel Okada. Bryanson. I call him Daniel Bryanson. <laughs> Brian Danielson. There you go. <laughs> F. Whatever. Uh, Okada, like on a team together with, with Offspray, right? I don't think Osprey. No, not Osprey. Just those four. No, it Osprey. was. Um, uh, no, who's the fourth? Oh, the big. He's he's wrestling AW. He's the hard hitter from New Japan. The oh uh, old guy. Um, he's part of. Uh, yeah, um, he's, he's part, part of chaos. Of, he's part no, of chaos. he's part of. Uh, Ishi, Ishi. Yes, thank you. Ishi, sorry, Ishi. Like they're on the team the next day together, which I thought was awesome. Um. But oh, you, you can use some, you can subscribe to their podcast, bust it open. They they take bits from their episode and put it together for podcasts. Yeah, it's about a 30, 30 to 45 minute day podcast mm-hmm. that they from a three hour show, three hour show they put it in. And mm-hmm. it, it usually debuts at what about a couple hours after mm-hmm. they go off the air. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. I mean, it's not as good as Mama Wayne, but it's good. It's not as good as KLP either, but yeah, it's yeah. I mean, you know, we get a little more. We I didn't say as many f bombs as as Lagreca did this week, but probably good. Eh, it might come down the road. Yeah, it might come it might, uh, might in come April. Uh, anyways, Wrestle Kingdom. I thought it was really good. Uh, I was I was really um, happy that because my my ass got up at three a.m. and started watching it. Uh, my wife every every this two years in a row, she's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Did she give you laundry this year? Uh, I did not do laundry this year oh. because uh, my TV is in a different room or a different building from the house. My wife is anti-TV, so like our main house has no TV, so I have to come out to my barn. So there's no there's no laundry out in the barn. So the the yeah, last year you're right. I did. I folded laundry. I had a mound of laundry to fold. Um, but no, it was good. Uh, what real quick. Uh, uh, TJP, remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, TJ Perkins. Yeah. He 
he debuted a uh, demon character all of a sudden out of nowhere in this the junior tag match um, was like like out of everything like threw me off the most like all the stuff we saw at, at Wrestle Kingdom like really weird and even his tag partner uh, which a guy I didn't know um, was 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 really taken back by him but um, yeah, Russell Keenan was great. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's, it's worth the, I think it was, is it 20 bucks to watch Russell Kingdom? I think. Yeah, I think you just have got to subscribe to New Japan World, which oh. is $9.99 a month. Yeah, new, yeah, I think, I think you're right. So it's 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get, obviously, and then you got the big Valley show coming up. Uh, yes. In into January, 1st of February, mm-hmm. which a ton of AEW talents on that. And Osprey said his last match in New Japan's on. Uh, it's the cage. It's gonna be February 11th, I believe. Yeah, and it's so, the cage match. Um, so, because I, I I looked at the AEW schedule, he should be debuting that Wednesday of Dynamite in Tulsa in February. So, hey, right before like Revolution. Then like Tulsa time, baby. Yep, right before Revolution. So, yeah. All right, that's my rant, guys. So that's my rant on on uh, Tanner's uncle's promotion and WrestleMania. I got nothing else. I mean, the only other the only other thing I want to tackle besides AEW was the Rock and Cody and Roman stuff, and I think we covered that pretty good for this week. I'm just here to be wrong. Well, we knew that. <laughs> I, I I'm just here so Mama Wayne doesn't spank me too much. <laughs> Well, on that note, I think that's a great way to wrap up the first 2024 episode of KOP. Paul, you want to do the honors? Yes, I sure will. And uh, with that, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. Be sure to listen to the Kicking Out Podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And if that hey, wait, happens, we got, one, we got a question real quick. One oh, question. Oh, oh, go ahead. I, fire I, I was, one more. I was on a roll, Majin. Yeah. yeah. Damn it, man. Uh, what's your take on the sex Scott stuff since Sammy turned on Jericho a few weeks ago? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think Sammy's, uh, the AEW's version of the big show as far as turn him face, heel, face, heel, face, heel. Um, I am intrigued by their street fight coming up against Starks, and big bill, uh, for battle of the belts, big deal, but I really, hope, right. Tanner, big deal, big deal. I, I hope they don't have Jericho win tech team gold. Talkers. No. But I don't know. It's I I wish Sammy would get away from Jericho and go on his own for a long time. I, but they just he they Me don't too. let him do it. So that's nope. my thoughts on it. So yeah. so when when Majin said the question, like he's got a question, right? You know you know what my answer was going to be Mm-mm. Mama Wayne. No no, Majin, you're supposed to have hair down there. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Step shooting for the Father of the Year award, taking it from Christian. I, I got. Mean, I'm, I'm speechless. I got nothing uh, at this point. Well, like I wanted to say that, but then the the question, the real question, came across the screen, and, and Paul started answering. But like Majin, it's okay. You're supposed to have hair down there. It's no big deal. It'll, and if you if you shave it up, it'll grow back. It's fine. Whatever. Damn it. I thought we were getting out of these rabbit holes. Paul was on a roll for the outro, but 
I Good luck now, Paul. And, and, and just let you know, I'll make sure my, my son, Nick, you know, he, he dates a nice, <laughs> fine, fine young woman. Me and Mrs. Wayne will, will make sure of it. So good job there, Papa Shep. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like that name. I like that name. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Paul. What, what, what yep. are you saying? It's all you, Paul. <laughs> All right. Uh, and with that, that is really going to do it this time for this week's episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. Be sure to listen to the Kicking Out Podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And if that happens to be Apple Podcast, be sure to leave us that five-star review because we are five-star KOP. Be sure to follow the Kicking Out Podcast on all social media at kicking out pod go to kickingoutshop.com to get all of your kicking out podcast merchandise be sure to follow all three of us on social media tannerly at tannerly 92 uh you can follow mr mama wayne at the shep 27 and you can follow myself at paul zartman 921 if you haven't seen pictures of the kop title yet telling you go search up at kicking out pod and take a look at this thing up close they are beautiful and with that for tanner lee and mr mama wayne austin shepherd i'm paul zartman join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast <laughs>